Thank you, Dr. English, for getting us a little bit caught up. All right, I'm going to ask everybody to bear with me. Uh, I'm John Notobartolo, president of the SDPA. Uh, thank you all again for coming out and supporting us. Uh, we've got our membership meeting. Uh, we've got a quick, we're going to start right off with a bylaws vote. I know how horrible it is. That's why I want to get it out of the way. And then we're going to go into uh, a year, the year in review, our membership or our leadership year in review. So uh, slide, please. Oh, I got the clicker, don't I? Okay. All right, so our bylaws change that we're proposing this year, or this meeting we sent out, um, it is a change in classes of membership because we used to have a category, or we still have a category called honorary membership. And uh, many years ago, in order to uh, give a uh, kind of a, a status to our, our past presidents, uh, they were considered lifetime honorary members. Well, that kind of doesn't really work, especially when you consider that come Monday, when I'm no longer president, I'm immediate past president and I still serve on the board. An honorary member is not a fellow member, therefore you cannot serve on the board. So it's kind of confusing. So what we did is we looked at this and added another category, truly lifetime membership. Uh, honorary members are broken out that they will belong to appropriate membership category and the same can be said for lifetime members. So if we grant lifetime membership, and that's gotta be done by uh, a two-thirds majority of the board of directors, but past presidents do become, that, that perk still remains, that, that honor for, for those of us who uh, stood up here for a very long time, uh, we still become lifetime members. But now we become members in the correct category. If I ever stop doing dermatology, probably sometime right after I die, um, I, will, I will then become an associate lifetime member rather than a, uh, a fellow lifetime member. So, and then adding that section and renumbering the remaining section. So uh, again, you can see this is where the lines were struck, where what we're removing and correcting is in bold, and then we're adding this category, okay? Um, do I have a motion to accept this bylaws change? We have a motion. Do we have a second? We have a second. Is there any discussion on this change? Oh, and uh, this is the justification by way of uh, discussion of it. Uh, basically, we're clarifying what the categories are. Okay? Anybody have any questions on it? Seeing none, I'm going to go to a vote. Okay, all fellow members, that's the green name tags, you, you guys know who you are, uh, signify acceptance by saying aye. aye. Any opposed? Any abstain? I have to abstain. So, okay, great. Thank you all for that. Let's talk about our year in review. Uh, it's been a pretty amazing year. I, uh, I've had the honor to, to serve you all uh, as president this last year, and I just wanted to let you know some of the stuff that's gone on. You may not be aware of all the things that we do. Um, as was mentioned by uh, AAPA, President-elect John McGinty, uh, during our opening, uh, we are the largest specialty organization within the AAPA right now. And I gotta say, that 
credit goes to our membership committee. Uh, our membership committee has been doing some amazing things. Uh, Arch Nasanga, who is our current membership chair, and those who have been the last couple of years, it's really been some great growth. Uh, we have new state affiliates now. Uh, two new state chapters, California and Maryland, just stood up. So uh, that is pretty amazing. And that's our constituent affairs uh, committee. Uh, Renata Block is our chair uh, there. Uh, we supported state legislation on tanning beds, uh, prohibiting their use in under 18 years old. My own state, Nevada, land of you can do whatever the hell you want, finally passed it. Uh, I'm, I'm really proud uh, of our legislative affairs chair, uh, Jane Mast. She's done a, an incredible job. Um, and she is actually, yeah. And to tell you what a great job she's done on this, she has been asked by the ADA, okay, the American Dermatological Association, to work with them on the upcoming FDA regulations for tanning devices, UV devices. So, you know, if you don't know, the FDA is reclassifying those devices now as upgraded medical devices and she will be working with them on advising the FDA on that. So uh, we are there on the national scene. So uh, we have cre created and implemented on the website, you can find it, an interactive map. So you can look state by state what the legislative issues are in that state, what if that state has a constituent organization, and we're actually getting into some more cool stuff that's gonna come up if we have a future conference. Uh, that's going to be listed on there. There's, we're going to be, you can click on the state and it'll give you everything SDPA or related that is going on in that state. Uh, the DLI, many of you know, we have launched the, the five new modules, uh, you know, the starter kit uh, for all of our members, open uh, not just to the fellows who have worked in the field for a year. So. Uh, and that was uh, some great work. Casey D'Amato and uh, Bethany Grubb are chairs of that committee. Uh, we have now uh, a free online CME, if anybody has seen that, under the CME link uh, through uh, Coratio. Uh, just click on through and you can get uh, CME and psoriasis. Uh, now we have over 230 diplomates in the organization. So do we have any diplomates in the room? Stand up. Stand up, you guys have done it. This is great. Thank you. Thank you all for working through that. That's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult. It really is. Uh, if it was easy, everybody would do it. So, uh, moving on. We have this year in member education, new cosmetic workshops to the summer conference. Uh, we've had some folks here attend our cosmetic workshops. They used to be restricted only to the fall meeting. Now we're going to be holding them at both meetings. And that's our, uh, our CME folks, uh, Lauren Zajac, Carrie Holyoke, Gina Bird, and Renee Christensen. Uh, great work by our CME committee, always. Um, I want to also, uh, we're adding poster sessions and call for abstracts out there. And that's been our CME committee also working with our industry relations chair. Uh, Mr. Robert Hyam, if you see him, uh, everybody knows Robert. Uh, we have had our first SDPA laser workshop uh, right here at this meeting. Uh, oh, actually, it's later today. So, uh, and the SDPA historical timeline out on our website. Uh, you can actually see how the SDPA started and where we've gone. Uh, 
um, and you know you can kind of look ahead and see where we're going. That's uh, that's one of the great things about this organization is we're constantly growing, constantly changing, and that was uh, great work by uh, Jackie Komet, our vice president, putting that together. So. Now let's talk about why we are the largest specialty organization. Um, our new member benefits, you can now access the PQRS registry at a discount rate. By the way, it's the same registry that the AAD gives access to its members, and we're cheaper, because we don't charge you guys anything for it. They give us a discount, and then the AAD adds to that amount to charge their members, so they make a profit off of it. Uh, we, we give you guys the full discount on that. Um, you go on out to the website, you've got the member document laboratory. We've improved the student website, uh, supervising physician website, so our SPs, who, by the way, if you are a member of the SDPA, your physician is a member of the SDPA. You just have to put their information in there and they automatically become, with your membership fee, they become physician members. So I encourage everyone to get on out there and, and get that updated. Uh, we have business discounts. I don't know how many people know uh, all the discounts that are available out there. Uh, certified Consulting, Dermlite, Elsevier, uh, Inga Elzi, Lexicomp, Medlita, all our partners. So uh, offering great discounts to SDPA members. Uh, free membership upgrade for students once they graduate. So that $25 goes a long way that first year. And we're, we're continuing our refer a member campaign. So uh, if you refer somebody to become a member and they list your name when, you, when they sign up, uh, you get a $20 Amazon gift card. So. Uh, also, student member benefits now. A uh, lot of stuff up there. Uh, recent graduate blog on the student website. Uh, we have complimentary membership upgrade we talked about. Uh, we also implemented a junior student coordinator position. So we now have uh, three student affairs people. And uh, our three student members uh, of the board are uh, Stephanie Cohen, Mark Kaywall, and Sarah Wilkowski. So uh, they're doing a great job getting it together. And they're actually putting together the first ever student-only activities uh, that are going to kick off in Atlanta. So we're going we're to actually uh, invite folks from the local PA programs and, and get them all involved. Uh, and we're continuing to increase student awareness of the SDPA because, well, hell, who doesn't want to go into dermatology? So uh, also community, things that we're doing outside our organization. Uh, continuing the Miles for Melanoma 5K run, that's going to be in Atlanta. So once you register for the Atlanta meeting, you have the opportunity to register for the run. We're doing free skin cancer screenings at uh, Ironman and Melanoma Research Foundation events. We have a uh, philanthropic task force now, uh, and it's run by our, uh, our directors at large, uh, Jennifer Connor, Matthew Bruner, uh, Vicki Roberts, and Greg Butolf. Uh, they're heading that up. So. Yeah. They're doing a great job at getting us outside just us. And this is, this is how we grow. This is how we get seen by, by the public. Um, and we uh, exhibited at the AAD conference, uh, our public relations committee. Uh, they did uh, the AAD conference and the Atlantic Derm conference. And uh, our, our public relations, Jean-Mead Johnson and uh, Kristen Gripp, uh, doing a great job. 
uh, putting a great face on us out there. Now let's talk about building relationships. Our board of directors uh, met with the AAD president, Dirk Elston, uh, out in Miami. Uh, and we have uh, attended an AAPA specialty organization roundtable with Dr. Pariser, who's a past president and the uh, director of their uh, PANP task force. And we may have more news coming up uh, soon about uh, our relationship with the uh, AAD. So stay tuned. Um, we now will support, uh, if you have a state level constituent organization, we're doing more to support their CME events. Uh, free e-blasts and, and such, getting them uh, more information to the local folks. And uh, we launched the uh, What is a Dermatology Physician Assistant video and brochure this last year. And we're going to do the video after we've given the awards. For those of you who have not seen it, it's available. You link it through it from the website. You can download it and put it in the loop in your offices. So giving our patients a better idea of who we are and what we do. Uh, and now representing our interests, uh, again, out on the the national level. Oh, and by the way, that video, uh, that was the work of one of our directors at large, uh, Vicki Roberts. So she did uh, a wonderful job putting that together. As we mentioned earlier, we've been opposing laser regulations in all the states that have that leg legislation funding, uh, excuse me, pending. We've co-sponsored a resolution in the AAPA House of Delegates with the OrthoPAs to get better representation for our specialty groups. And that's Kent Whitaker and uh, Renee Christensen who, who worked on that uh, in our House of Delegates folks. Um, we lobbied the AMA. Uh, some of you may have uh, seen that uh, message that came out uh, two weeks ago. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about it. If you want more detail, look for the Dermcast uh, that's coming up about it. The, the basic was uh, AAPA put out a call of action to all constituent, pres uh, all constituent pres presidents and organizations uh, that the AMA had some very restrictive language coming up in one of their resolutions regarding surgery. The definition of surgery was anything from you know, cracking a chest going down to freezing a wart and anything that altered a organ system. And they said that it should be performed by a physician or under the direct supervision of a physician, which, you know, if your physician's not in the building or not even, actually would have restricted it to the office, uh, you wouldn't be able to do anything under the AMA re recommendation. Now, does that affect your state law? Not directly. But eventually, if there are states looking at changing law, they, they hold up that AMA resolution and say, well, the AMA recommends. Or in the case of a lawsuit, well, the AMA said you shouldn't have been doing that without your physician in the building. So these are ways that they could have really restricted us. PAs across the country, all different specialties, rallied to this cause. We had a turnaround to the chairman of the board of trustees of the AMA with a letter condemning this resolution within 24 hours. We further put out the call to all of you and the response was incredible. <clears throat> PA Mark Hyde, the first time ever a PA stood up at the AAD in front of a room full of physicians and presented. I don't think they knew he was a PA. <laughs> if, you've, if you've met Mark, you'll, you'll understand. Um, the, uh, 
the distance learning, uh, we've got opportunities. We were, we were recognized as the runner-up in the 2012 AAP, uh, AAPA Constituent Organization Award. Um, we had uh, a committee chair opening in ethics and uh, judicial affairs, but I, we filled that last night. So we had uh, somebody step up and, uh, and willing to take that position. But we are always looking for new committee members. Um, we have uh, redesigned the JDPA for our publications. Travis Hayden, who is in charge of publications and communications, uh, amazing journal, fifth anniversary of the JDPA. By the way, those of you who don't know, we are the only specialty organization that publishes our own journal. Everybody has seen the Going Green Format newsletter, and uh, we now have a new SDPA column in the Dermatologist magazine that was formerly uh, Skin and Aging, the first of which appears this month uh, when you go home and your June issue is sitting there in the mailbox. Unfortunately, you guys get to see my name again. So uh, speaking on the topic of how healthcare reform will affect PAs. And I also uh, take a moment or two to point out the, uh, the differences and how we're uh, differently trained than our nurse practitioner cohorts. So um, this is the SDPA website. You guys are familiar with the SDPA website. Um, look for that to change a little bit. Uh, we're planning a launch of our brand new website in two weeks, three weeks. Uh, July 15th is our projected rollout. The website will now include everything you've come to know and love about the uh, sdpa.org site or the dermpa.org site. What we're changing is uh, we're adding social networking functionality. So you can connect with fellow derm PAs. You can build groups, interest groups, state groups, city groups and connect directly with other folks in your area or in your interest. It's gonna add a great level of functionality to our organization to better connect and communicate with each other. And our new vision statement that we put together. Um, I'm sure you've all seen this new one. Uh, this we put together at leadership last year and a great, a great feat uh, of the group. We, we came to a consensus in under three hours on this, that, that was uh, crazy. But uh, empower, educate, and advance, we are the future of dermatology. Um, I, I wanted to take a minute to thank <clears throat> all those red shirts. It's been a tough year. We've had a great board. Our president-elect taking over on Monday as president, Jennifer Winter. Immediate past president, Kerry Holyoke. Our vice president, Jackie Komet. Secretary treasurer, Jolene Bowles. Uh, our directors at large, uh, mentioned them earlier, Vicki, Greg, Jen, and Matthew. Um, especially great thanks to our friends at Radar. Uh, you call the office and you get Isabel, and you always get Isabel. She is always on, always there. <laughs> uh, 
and of course, you step out that door to that, uh, that caged area, and you see Rose and Mike, who have been with us for a very long time. Events Made Simple, they make our meetings uh, as spectacular as they are. I, I'm going to hand this over to Abby Jacobson, who is our Leadership and Professional Development uh, Chair, who will be giving our awards. But uh, I think those folks, uh, everybody in our leadership positions, uh, deserves a round of applause from you before we get the official. honor to recognize some of our outstanding leaders. All of our leaders, like you and I, work full-time, have kids, hobbies, family, mortgages, exercise, all the things we think we should do. And they all volunteer their time uncompensated to help our profession and our society. Out of the leaders that do such a wonderful job, uh, their peers, their other leaders, nominated them for the following three awards. It's my pleasure to start with the outstanding board member. Uh, I'd like to read some quotes about this person from their peers. This person is seen as hardworking and organized. And this is a quote, most people do not understand how difficult their position is. I think that Jolene Voles should be recognized as the outstanding board member like to invite Jolene up to the podium to accept a plaque. <laughs> Jolene has served many positions within her state organization and our society. She currently serves as our secretary and treasurer She's reviewed our budget and expenditure process this year. Other leaders describe her as fiscally responsible. She's patient, approachable, and responsive to the needs of our organization. She had no idea she was getting this award today. We'll thank Jolene with a wonderful plaque and a gift from the rest of the board that is something we think you'll personally like from all of us. speaker I really do appreciate this I really would have never guessed it it I actually really enjoy leading for all y'all and helping keep our finances straight so <laughs> thank you The second person who will be uh, getting an award today is our outstanding committee chair. This individual has been a committee chair uh, for years and I'd like to describe, or I'd like to read some words that were used by his peers uh, to describe him. 
They described him as a revered man, a man of integrity, someone who can always be counted on. I'd like to read a quote from his nomination. In my opinion, the outstanding committee chair, Travis Hayden, has been one of the most valuable and influential members of the history of the SDPA. Over the years, I've witnessed his stellar performance that continues time after time. The SDPA is indeed indebted to Travis for all he has done, all he is doing, and all he'll continue to do. I'd like to welcome our publications and newsletter chair and the editor of the JDPA, Travis Hayden, to accept his Outstanding Committee Chair Award. Travis has quite the balancing act. He is a wonderful husband, a full-time employed PA, an entrepreneur, a publisher, and a consistent volunteer for the SDPA for years. He'll receive a plaque today as well as a gift certificate to a certain place in Lancaster, Pennsylvania that I know your family likes to go to. <laughs> if it's uh if it's Dutch Wonderland, I cannot thank you enough, neither can my children. Um, thank you all for this. Um, it is truly a collaborative effort. I cannot say that enough. Um, this doesn't get done without the effort of a lot of volunteers. Um, um, by this, I mean everything, everything that John just presented to you. This award is, is kind of a culmination of a lot of hard work from a lot of people, editorial board members, volunteer writers, um, board members, committee chairs. So thank you very much, everyone, uh, for everyone's support. I would encourage anyone sitting in the audience like I was eight years ago, if you're interested, just stand up, talk to one, somebody in the red shirt, and uh, get plugged in. Um, you'll never regret it. Thank you. The last leader that we're going to recognize was not able to be at this meeting, but our outstanding committee member is Mark Hyde. Mark has worked tirelessly with patient advocacy groups and physician organizations to support anti-tanning bed legislation. He developed the relationship the society has with the American College of Mohs Surgeons, and he's been both a committee chair a board member and now a committee member for the last six years. So Mark will get his plaque, his recognition, his recognition in his hospital newsletter for his service after this meeting. Let's give Mark a round of applause. I think you can tell by the, tear, the tears and the excitement from all of your leaders that leader, leading has such intangible benefits that if you're considering moving your profession forward, you should consider volunteering as a committee member. Even if that's not possible in your life right now, I encourage all of you to send an email or speak to one of your leaders today and simply thank them for the job they're doing. And since I kind of ran past, thank, and thank you, Abby, thank you all, um, we ran past the question slide. So if anybody has any questions of me, I am available throughout the rest of the meeting. Um, any questions, all of us are here. That's, a, that's our job is to, to help serve you. So I'm going to uh, move, Lauren. 
Just want to make a mention, we are running a little over, so our next lecture is going to be at 12.15. Please get your lunch and bring it back in here, because we all want to hear Scott talk. Thanks. Okay. And we're going to be running the uh, What is a Derm PA video. If you want to watch it, we can just uh, loop it a couple of times. So, all right. Thank you all.